Welcome back to the Money Hill, your number one Call of Duty podcast with a betting focus, taking you through all the matches and majors of the 2022 CDL season, presented by, of course, the Best of Three Network, where we have our sister podcast, The Gold Advantage, on League of Legends as well. My name, of course, is Scoots. I'm back with Nikita and Big Money Blows, Chris Bliven. How are we doing today, boys? We also have a special guest with us, but we'll get there. I'm excited to be back. I know that on our sister podcast, I've taken a bit of a hiatus, but uh, I could not be more excited to talk about this major. I think there's a ton of storylines. I think there's a ton of opportunity for us to uh, make some money. And so very, very excited. Took the words right out of my mouth. I think we're coming into this with a couple of teams that are like uh, peaking at the right time which is making it a little bit more exciting than the standard, hey, there's one team standing out from everyone else. And we've got a couple of teams that are kind of knocking on the top two, top three teams door. And I want to see how they do when the pressure's on at a LAN event particularly. I mean, and, I... And, and hey, you know, Optic, Optic Texas actually won a game. Okay, so calm we've down. Got, we've got we'll, a lot we'll, to discuss. I, listen, listen, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get there. I, I have some choice words uh, for, for you specifically, but I think we also have someone here uh, with us, Robert from Lean Toss of Sports, who is equally as excited for this major as we are. Uh, you guys can check him out on Twitter, of course, at way Lean more educated Sports. Uh, way, more. way more educated than us. Robert, if you want to give a little bit of background, I know you've been on here before, but you do cover football as well as you have a unique interest in Call of Duty that has taken modeling to the next level and... Uh, had some good picks in our discord as well so throw it out there yeah thank you guys for having me um yeah i was on the show last year and yeah no i'm i'm a huge call of duty fan um i run a lean toss-up we're a a lean a website that uh does electoral modeling and projections for canada uh the us the uk and from there i've just started building other models for other sports i follow so as you mentioned uh the nfl college football and also follow call of duty so i built a call of duty league model and uh yeah here we are and, and no i mean I'm, I'm so excited for this major i mean the the we've had like these five games for the thing and it's weird that like some teams are playing other teams and then other teams just like they just have like easy sketch. Like we get to finally see compa- real comparisons between these teams to see who actually is like, who's actually a good team. And, and we get, there's some real tests for some of these teams. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. There was a, there was that huge gripe that Minnesota rocker had with their strength of schedule heading into this major and, and how that might've affected their placement. Because I think they played a lot of the top of the ladder teams that we currently have. And, and some other teams got away with better records that didn't have to, face those matches so i think it is an interesting point that you bring up there but i don't want to hear it from them they got glad to have three, you of course they got three one by Ravens, and then they got three owed by phase they're they're right where they belong to be all right well you know <laughs> like let's just fucking call a spade a spade let's ne- next topic well how about we hop into our retake where we kind of recap you know past matches it's been a minute at least a week now uh, since we've talked about Call of Duty, and we did have some matches prior, and we also had you with some flaming hot takes as the results have come out surrounding Toronto Ultra and them minus one and a half against Optic, Optic Texas, not Chicago. Uh, you, got any, you got any words there? I mean, I listen, you made me dig in, and I'm more than happy that you did. Took <laughs> Optic Texas minus one and a half. Absolutely slaughtered Ultra. Uh, and this is right. This is right after I told you that they had probably the worst six O weekend that I've seen in my life. Which, yes, it is a six O weekend, but 
you can't come out and then get 3-0 right after. So Well, and then after that, then they got 3-1 by uh, a team that they're going to have to play again this week. Look, it was not a good weekend for my beloved uh, Ultra. Um, I believe it's also Robert's beloved Ultra. So, uh, Robert, maybe you can shed some light, but I don't think anyone saw Optic who had been just absolutely blowing it earlier coming out and flaming them 3-0 you know congrats to you scoot uh i, I love it when you dig in and, I, and i'm happy to see optic get a win that's great like i hope that they feel good um they're gonna need a bit more for this weekend um but yeah robert maybe, maybe you have some particular insight in, into our beloved canadian brethren up north yeah i know i'm i'm definitely a, a toronto ultra fan I, I i think they are one of the the best teams in the league I, I still think they are i mean again it was pretty easy to see that their 6-0 weekend was maybe not as dominant as 6-0, especially against, especially that Florida matchup. But again, that was when you had Hixie, like they, they subbed in Hixie because Cammy wasn't feeling well. So, I mean, again, it's not, it, it's a 3-0, 3 is always a 3-0, but you could still look at it subjectively and be like, yeah, that could have been, it could have been a 3-0 the other way too. But um, I mean, exactly. No. Yeah. I, I think for, <laughs> he needs a support system. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, th- I think for Optic, it's really good for them. I mean, they were really struggling. Like, we cannot, we no, can really no. not understate how bad it was. Like, they lost to Thieves, which again, like, the, the betting lines against Optic were horrendous, right? Like, they should not have been that big of a favorite against Thieves. They should probably not have been, after London came out and destroyed uh, Florida in the first game, probably should not have been that big of a favorite against London. And then people were really underestimating Minnesota. So they really shouldn't have been that big of a, of a favorite against Minnesota. And then finally, it's actually their first time and they were an underdog or no, sorry, they, they crushed Paris. Sorry. But then they play Toronto and then they just turn it up a notch. And like, that was just an insane increase in tempo and, and pacing and, and really good for them. And I mean, they caught Toronto at a bad time. Toronto was fading a bit. They had, they had been struggling a, a bit. They, as a result, they had a rough weekend against Optic and, and Thieves. But I think Toronto's got some more gas left in that tank. I think Toronto can regroup a little bit. But yeah, Optic is, is hitting the pace of the right time. I think, I mean, it's crazy that you can like, you can lo- look horrible your first two games when you're when you're top three games. And then, I mean, again, it's... it's Be th- a favorite? Just, yeah. Let, let, yeah. Let's, let's, settle, let's settle down. Optic do how Optic do. Listen, yeah. let's, I 100% agree. 3 Paris and then 3-1 in Boston Breach. I'm not ready to... They had one they, they, big game. There's a, there's a game, game in the middle there. They had one well, I, good game. I believe you also said that, that Boston Breach was a decent underdog line. Oh, Boston which Breach I, was like a top four team at one point. Like I mean, oh, yeah, rough the cast from them spot. too. They handed New York their first their first victory. Well, uh, New York's terrible. Yeah, New York's terrible. We've already talked win, about it. So, they do have know, a win. There we but go. The only way they're going to win a series right now is a 2-3-5 because they can't win a hard point. They I, don't even know what that game mode is. I want to just add something to this optic discussion before we get off it. Um, and that's to say we've seen this before. Like we have seen, we have seen um, these guys last year in the past couple of years kind of show these, these signs of life and you suddenly go, damn, it's the optic of old. We're going into major. Agreed. And then they, Agreed. And, and look, I'm saying this as someone who I would love to see them succeed. Um, but the reality is this is, this continues to kind of be same old, same old for me a little bit. Uh, and we'll see them do really well and they'll land it all the way. They'll run until what, like semifinals probably. No, they'll, they'll hit, they'll hit the upper bracket. They'll win. No, but like, that's what they do. They, you can say no, but they pretty much always reach 
semis in some capacity. Not true. So, what they love to do is lose the very first match, go down the loser's bracket, beat a couple of loser bracket teams, and then somehow, yeah, wind their way up into like a semifinal that isn't really a semifinal because they're in the loser's bracket. I feel that's like we gotta still, we gotta still, lean on. By the way, that's still a semifinal. Whether you like double elimination or you're a smooth brain that likes a single elimination format, <laughs> <laughs> semifinal is still a semifinal. And I'm at the moment I'm looking at basically round four lower brackets, maybe lo- they, lower bracket. They make it to the semifinal as, of the lower bracket, bracket, not the real semifinals. I personally I lean on. Modern Warfare performances a little bit more than I lean on Cold War Cold War performances, and there is something interesting to say about Ultra, and, and just kind of go back to this a little bit. I think their teamwork is really what supported them in Cold War a lot, and they had much better teamwork than like a lot of teams besides Atlanta Phase, obviously the the kings of that game um, across the board. I think we would all agree, but I, I don't know if it plays as much as it does as it did in Cold War in in this new game in, in Vanguard. Uh, it seems like it's a lot of aim and a lot of just pace that we're going to see. And and if Optic has that, I feel like they've got some of the straightest shooters out there. I said this last week or two weeks ago, and I'm kind of repeating that right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, you guys can say same old, same old, but we'll see who wins this major. And, and obviously you guys know who I think will. Ellie in a phase? It's possible. Definitely possible, but I'm I'm feeling Optic Texas right now. I'm bought back in, baby. That's the issue for well, me. <laughs> maybe this is your smooth transition, but they are the second best odds to win it, which is insane. That is kind of insane to me. I think that's They're a little, little, little overreacting. Yeah, but you have that's but when you're complete overreacting. But the thing of it is, with Optic, you have to pay. Like, there's a reason why Optic was the second highest favorite to win the kickoff classic because they know the books know they're gonna get a ton of optic money right yeah like they can't put them at the right price because then everybody and their mother is gonna have like an optic at like plus 800 ticket right like they can't oh. that's the thing now I actually, boost. just yeah. goot yeah. just goot will have that ticket me and a lot of other people <laughs> that's I, I, it's true it's like we were talking about, about this before like you have these odds and i'm looking at it and i'm like how the fuck is optic texas the second favorite for for the overall tournament I mean, listen, there, there's, is there anybody else we want to talk about before we get into the futures market? Because we've, we've got some good picks in there, I will say. Can we, uh, can we, can we spend a moment on the, on the Ravens? Because I think that we have done a disservice uh, in not talking about them enough. <laughs> this team is fucking four and one. Not bad. How's that By even any possible? They're fucking... you, I, they, have, they have probably the best performing rookie at the moment in Gizmo, yeah. I would say. 100%. Yeah, and, just, and Afro, uh, obviously. This team was left for dead. You know, if I look back up at, at our uh, preseason rankings, I think we had them 10th, 11th, or 12th. Like, it, it was not a uh, good outlook for them. And they've, they've been playing amazing. Yeah, I mean, the little exposure that I have to challengers is mostly funneled into North America, and it is really good to see a lot of good EU talent come out but, and, but and them to stick like, to that. They're just like good across the board, right? Their control, no, their hard point, their S and D. Like their S and D is like a little bit like just their worst. Team. Yeah, yeah. They're just like kind of when you compare them at all three game modes, they're the most balanced team. It would appear. Robert, I yeah. <laughs> this is where we get the actual insight here. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm looking. Look, 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 big statement coming out of big money blends over there. Call out Atlanta call phase, out. maybe. I, I don't no, know. Maybe yeah. like a more balanced team. Here, I have to do credit where credit is due. Our boy uh, Ryan over at CDL Metrics has some phenomenal data 
and, and great visualizations. And I'm looking at it and no question, all three triangles point to London being the best <laughs> well-rounded team. Yeah. He's read the triangles. And he's I'm taken out his ruler and, and measured them at, by praising against the screen. And he has determined that. I'm great at analyzing data visualization. Caveman finds numbers on podcasts. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I the Ravens are a really good team, right? They're really well-rounded. The only issue I have with them is that, like, again, they're 4-1, which is really good for them. Um, that being said, their one loss was to LEG. That was the second last game they played. They really struggled in that series, which was kind of surprising. But then they beat Optic when Optic was bad. And then they beat Seattle on the backswing when Seattle was pretty bad. And then they beat Florida in the first round when Florida was bad. So, I mean, they've kind of, like, because Florida's been improving ever basically since that, since that first game. So they kind of beat all the teams at their lowest point. Now, again, I could be nitpicking here. That could be wrong. But, like, the thing is, it's it's a really rookie-heavy team, and plus 450. Like, here's the thing. I think at one, there will probably be a major this year that London wins, and I will probably have a ticket on them for that major. I just don't see it being this one. I think that I, I like this team. I really do like this team. They're a great pick, especially at, at, at value pick. If you get them at, like, plus money to take down a, a big favorite, like a Thieves or an Optic, I love that. But when you like right now again, like when you're playing 450 for them to win a tournament, and and that they are have to beat Phase and Thieves and and Toronto and and even Optic mm-hmm. and and if you have to lay a like a huge price on them against the Gorillas, which a team that just almost crushed them like just two weeks ago, it's it's really hard for me to do that. I, I like this team, I just don't think this is their major. Let it be known. Uh, also, and this is I think an important little thing to bring up this is a land tournament and all their wins four and one were on uh online and so i mean i don't want to overreact too much to that you know in the kickoff classic which was also a land event they got crushed by the seattle surge 3-0 now that was like when surge were like catching everyone off guard including the atlanta phase um and and so i don't want to overreact too much to that but this team has clearly come together and, and scoot to your point uh with gizmo like they're playing at a level that we did not expect. And so I would expect some of that chemistry to go cover over. Um, I don't know. You're talking about them playing against LAG and the seven seed. This to me is going to be, we'll get into the numbers, but I'm excited to be betting on my favorite team from last year, the, the London Royal Ravens. Well, LAG's got a very land buff heavy team, like a lot of land experience there across the board. I mean, we're talking True. slasher, who great point, gunless as well, all like very proven land players. So I think it's just, this is a little bit more difficult than people are making it out to be for London, especially coming off the loss against them. Plus, damn, I, you're, you're you're fucking. I have them at three point one nine. Not to get jumping ahead of ourselves, but you make a great point, and I kind of love that number now. Well, you've got, not me, you've to got me in love with 3.19. That LAG are like pretty good at hard point. Like some would say very good, I think. Uh, they've dropped some maps here and there, but they've looked like pretty cracked in hard point across the board. And I said this last week, it's weird to see from an organization where pretty much the only money you're making betting on them for the past couple of years is playing Search and Destroy. And that might have been fueled by the team they had and, and the fact that they have an absolute specialist and Vivid for those for most of those two years. Uh Robert, you touched on it a little bit, and this is something that there's there's kind of a dichotomy working here, especially after 4-3-0's surge, but 
it feels like they've had an inverted curve between the two of them, which is like Seattle started off very, very hot, especially through the kickoff classic. And then they start the season off pretty well as well. Florida did not look good at all. And, and it feels like they're coming into form a little bit, but again, Florida always feels like bait for some reason. It every time, every time, yeah. man. It does. Well, the thing of it is the way I, the way I view it is the second there's expectations on Florida, that's when you sell them. Like when when you get them at like an insane price against Seattle, yeah, that's when you bet that. But then when it's like okay, Florida's like minus two hundred against like a middle tier team, that's when you that's when you that's when you fade them, right? And exactly. like. Again, it's going to be fascinating because they're going to play the loser of Phase Breach. I, I suspect Atlanta's going to win that match, so Breach is going to come down. If we're getting plus odds on Florida, I'm gonna I'm betting that. Like I'm not. It's going to be really hard to not bet that. Like because honestly, this Florida team has improved a lot, right? And they were due for a win, right? I mean, again, there was that super frustrating 3-0 from Toronto that. Again, it could have been a three, a Florida three zero. If things like just a point breaks differently on Bacage, right? Yeah. And then around well. eleven, and then around five control, which control is horrible. So round fives are basically random at this point. So like again, a, like and they made the adjustment. They went in there, cranked it out, crushed surge. I don't think the market's going to be fully pricing in how good they were against surge. But then again, surge is also fading too. So do I think phase? Like do I think Florida is going to go up and, and crush phase? No. But like, could they take down like, I don't know? Could they take down Surge again, or could they take down Breach? Definitely. I, listen, I don't disagree with you by any means, and I agree that I think they're coming into form a decent amount. I think we're ready to move forward a little bit. Uh, I do have some some intel to drop here, so we'll we'll head into that just a little bit. I don't think it affects the game too much. I believe the MP40 was nerfed slightly. Uh, headed into this major i don't think it affects really the gunplay at all or the comps you're going to see in terms of like running two subs two ars things like that um additionally paris has made a change to their roster they dropped decimate he was officially released right before we started recording this i think by a few hours uh and they're adding gravity i believe is the rumor as the main ar moving fellow to flex and then keeping their submachine guns as is with temp and john don't think there's a huge effect there to be seen but who knows? Maybe there's a first round honeymoon phase for Paris. The final update, of course, is that Lan is back, and we're excited for that. Who's going to get the buff? Who's going to get the nerf? Some are saying Octane, of course, Lan buff, but you know who really knows, right, Chris? <laughs> um, but yeah, with that being said, I mean, first blood. Let's hear it. Who's got the lock? Like, what are we looking at? First, first blood locks of the week. I mean, we got first four matches here, of course. Uh, rematch between LAG and London Royal Ravens, Boston Breach playing FaZe, Toronto Ultra playing LA Thieves, and then Seattle Surge rounding it out against Optic Texas for the first day of the major. What do we got? Lock for me is 100% Thieves over Ultra. I'm on board with that. I'm, I'm honestly on I'm yeah, on board I with them to repeat like, a minus one and a half already, as well. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We haven't even discussed the outright future bets yet. Yeah. I know. Oh, oh, that is correct. I thought I thought Scoob was bringing so, that in later. I sorry, gonna, I am. Uh, I wasn't I'm not shaft him like that, but you know, it's, that's no, no, no. someone's got to keep this fucking podcast on on yeah. on its tracks. <laughs> it's not you. I am not one that sticks to my own schedule, so I obviously messed this up. But who's winning at all? Let's talk futures. All right, Let, let's let's hop into that. Good so, good point, so, Chris. So with that in mind, and uh, Nikki, I'm actually going to piggyback off of your. Uh, 
bet there. Uh, I'm not saying this is who's going to win, but by far the best value on this board is LA Thieves at 8.02 to win it all. And I would definitely put a bit on that, but more than anything, I'm a hundred percent putting a nice tasty bit on LA Thieves in the final. So they don't have to win, but just in the final at 3.68. I, I think that by far, like they just, they play different on land. I, you know, back to even when Octane and, and I know that, uh, I may have said some disparaging things about Octane in the past, um, but but with that in mind, I've always claimed that, and I've always backed up that he is just a different animal when it comes to land events, and he was able to turn it on for Surge last year, and he was able to turn it on this year. Um, I think that LA Thieves, for a final appearance, for 3.68, I love that. He was literally always a different animal, even online. But yeah, and, and by I the agree. way, I have, just, we just have a terrible so teammate. Podcasts. Just a we terrible teammate. Okay. Where you did not say any of that. You were like, <laughs> like that's complete. This is. I feel like I have Donald Trump on here telling me that he invented NATO. I mean, he did. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, listen, I can't help but agree here. I think the best odds to win this major are on LA Thieves. They're way undervalued, yeah. in my opinion. Um, Obviously, I have to personally take a futures bet on, on Optic Texas winning it all. I think that would be great for momentum headed forward. And I think only, they're very capable. Only 5.26, though. It's not bad. So, no, I'm not saying it's bad, but like just like the disparity there. I mean, obviously, at phase are 1.96, which is just terrible value. Like, you could just, I would not take Especially that at all. Especially in a game with this much variance. Uh, agree. Like, you just can't take that. So then, just to kind of read them off, you have Optic Texas in second at 5.26. You have... London Royal Ravens in third at 6.41. Then you have the Thieves in fourth at 8.02. And then Ultra rounding out the top five at 9.33. I think anything past that, I wouldn't take seriously to win it. Um, you could, I know we've talked about long shots. Do you guys have any like super I long shots? Wait, to try wait, to wait. I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear where Robert and, and Nikki stand on this. So but but they're wait, more do, analytical do minds. We, do we actually have like Chris? You said reach the finals. Are we talking about reaching finals? Or are we talking about winning outright? Well, there's the, the, those numbers were for winning outright. For reaching the finals, you've got Phase at one point four one. You have Optic at two point seven three. You've got London at three point two eight. You've got Thieves at three point six eight, and then Ultra at four point three eight. Okay. So who who's your uh, call for winning it outright? I mean, I would never bet this. I think FaZe is going to win it all, but I would never bet that. Like, at, at 1.96, there's just not enough value. Who's your number two? Thieves. Okay. 8.02. That's I, it's a good take. Nikki, yeah, I, Robert. I, I, honestly, I, I'm, I, I hate to do it. I hate it. I agree. <laughs> um, I can get FaZe at a better <laughs> 2.25. I just think, like, they're looking... They're just looking great. As I said, I'm not... I don't... I think... Optic will reach semis and, you know, round four losers or finals of losers bracket and lose there. Um, so I, I, I'm not believing in them. I agree with you, Robert. I'm not sure. I believe that the Ravens have it in them to win it this this year. It then goes ultra, you know, maybe I actually do think, to me, I'm, I'm debating between the Thieves and the Surge as my next team. So it's like FaZe is the clear favorite and there's a reason why they're the clear favorite. Um I can get Thieves on two books, so shop around people because you can get it, like you said, at 8.02. Another one has it at 7, but you can get better odds on FaZe on another book at 2.25. Um, 
But I do think Search has been playing, you know, they, they've been coming online and we've underestimated them and they keep hitting kind of the wins that they needed. Maybe it all comes together in, in a massive upset and win. And there's 10.0 odds I'm getting on that. Actually, can I get better? I can get 13.9 odds on that. They're going to have to play a lot better than they did last week. That's yeah. for goddamn sure. Robert, yeah, you can take us out here. <laughs> I mean, just first off the top, just hilarious. Paris Legion is 500.0. And that's like value. 501. But like the next closest team is the subliners at 67. This is like 584, by the way. And subline is at 78. Like, I just, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm never, I'm not going to bet Paris because you can't, yeah. like, there's no, there's no, they're not going to win it. But like, it's just insane to me that like the lowest team is like orders of magnitude worse than the next worst team. Like, that's just insane. But anyway, yeah. uh, no, I mean, yeah, I actually do like Thieves here a lot. Um, a play I have is I have, I have a unit on Thieves and a unit on Ultra. So basically, the idea is is because they play in the first round, one of them is guaranteed to move on to winners round two, mm-hmm. and then the, the so basically the winner of that game will move on to play London or uh, LAG depending on 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 who wins that matchup. But then the loser will go on to play uh, the subliners, which um, again London, um, Toronto, and Thieves are both pretty good hardpoint teams. Subliners are. They have not won a hard point since uh, the kickoff classic. It's hilarious, and not even just not even winning a hard point. Like if you look, if you go into the, the books and you see the the hard point spreads, they st- they even covered a hard point spread. This is like plus fifty points. They still haven't even covered those spreads yet. That's how bad this is. But like they're gonna they get to play that team, and then again they get to further go through the winners bracket. So I mean, at that point, then you you're actually in pretty good shape. Then you you get the ability to. Um, so you basically have a live one in the in the losers bracket, and then you can also have someone live in the winners bracket. Mm. Um, and again, basically at that point, with thieves or if they beat LAG or London, then they're basically a match against Phase away from being in the in the in the finals. So yeah. that's not bad at all. And then again, no. you basically get that protection. So I, I don't hate having something on either one of them for Phase. I think I I mean my book I've got them at two point I think. I think you have to put something on phase to cancel out your other futures bets. I think that's the right play because I think if you don't have something on phase, I like, again, we're, are we going to be sitting here at the finals when like phase is minus 300 against everybody else? And are we going to be kicking ourselves like, ah, oh, man, we should have put something on phase. Cause like, it's yeah. like, again, if you have something on phase and like these or phase and all like phase and ultra, then you're sitting there pretty. You're like, cool. We're good. I'm just going to sit and enjoy some cod and win some money. Right. But like, I, I'm so concerned, like, I'm not concerned, I'm, like, scared, like, to death of it, but, like, I'm concerned that it's going to be, like, I'm going to be there at the finals and be, like, man, I wish I put something on phase, right? And, like, that's my take on it. I think, like, my deepest value would probably be LAG, honestly. I don't love Minnesota. They're just really bad at hard point. But, mm-hmm. like, LAG has the ability to put it all together. Like, if they can, again, like, there's there's kind of two components to the game, right? Like, obviously, you have hard point, which is kill people and take points right obviously they're really good at that point the problem is when you go to search and control it's much more tactics based and if they can just get the tactic like they're good at killing people just keep doing that but then just get better doing it tactically and then i think this team could be top i think this team could could be really could be really concerning to play against they definitely have a lot of room for improvement improvement i i can get on board with that um i think like knowing how to play a hard point fundamentally you can learn search and destroy later but that is a good like foothold. 
I will say you did touch on my uh, my last point here, which is, of course, you have to talk about Minnesota Rocker because there is a saying in the Call of Duty scene that Attach always gets a slice of the pie. So if the futures bet stay this, stays this way for every major, you're guaranteed to make a little bit of money on Minnesota Rocker because he will always get a final at some point. Uh, and, and obviously last year was the most absurd finals victory of the entire season. I like the, the reverse sweep 5-0, uh, disgusting stuff. But, just, to, uh, just to make the final, you can get Minnesota at 22.97. No, but he's got to win. That's, that's the pie. That's well, the problem. If you want the full pie. I can't pie, take it at anything other. 47.82. Yeah, that's that's beautiful in my opinion. <laughs> it's it's a tough thing to, I mean, to guarantee, to be honest. If they, I, they're going to beat LAG, and then after that, it's it becomes interesting. I don't I think, think they beat I, LAG right I now. Think, I think they're going to lose to LA Thieves or Toronto, though. I would say that for Minnesota, Minnesota is a team that I have as a candidate for a team change, a roster move pretty soon. Like, this was not a successful stage one, right? Like, they went, what, two and three, so they missed out on winner's bracket. Their only losses was to LEG. That was a game five that, again, they were like 100 points down in that game four. Their only other loss, their only other win was against, who they, who else did they beat? It was, it was not good. Who, who, I don't even remember who they beat. Was it, no, I don't. Hold oh, on. optic. That's right. There it is, optic. Yeah, but that was when optic yeah. was in bad shape, and it was a it was a game five, right? Like yep. you can't you can't do two, three, five, and especially because they're not going to control either. So like it's like okay, it's like two, four, five, and that's how many times can you pull but, off a two, four, five wanna, when you're bad at her point? But I don't wanna, I don't want to overreact to them losing. They lost a phase. Like okay, everyone lost a phase. They lost to London who London's been better than advertised. So maybe that looked worse in the time, but now that it looks pretty good. And then I would say that the loss to Seattle is probably their biggest clearing red mark. Uh, They lost to match five. five. They took them to five. Um, Yeah. I, I I don't know. This is where I, to that point, Nick, I think that this is going to be a pretty interesting. um, I think this is going to be pretty interesting for them. They just beat LAG 3-2. So if they have to match up against LAG again, I think that that goes well. I even think that they might be able to kind of sneak one out against London. Um, they did? I just I just think that they're going to struggle if they have to play the winner of LA Thieves in Toronto against New York because fucking New York's definitely losing that. To t- to to kind of comment on what, what Robert said there, and, and they did tip their hand a little bit last year in their willingness to make roster changes when they feel necessary, which I think in esports, especially something as volatile as Call of Duty is uh, probably a good thing to have from ownership and, and coaches and everything. I, it's worked out for a lot of organizations, especially in recent years with roster moves. I mean, you can think of Awakening, Mac, when he was pretty good with the subliners, uh, even Prod and Sib this year. There's a huge acquisition for Seattle Surge, obviously, pretty much carrying their team, I would say. Um but yeah, I mean, it, listen, I could I could see that being the case, especially if they get first rounded, then you have to start considering really what your moves are moving forward but we'll get we'll get to that point eventually hopefully they don't get first rounded and we don't have to talk about it um but we will be recapping this major after the fact and i'm sure there will be some i think we're going to jump in mid major too right we we will be jumping in mid major as well but after the fact we will be reflecting on a lot of things i believe um and maybe maybe we'll have some choice words for each other after (laughs) that's never (laughs) happened no that's that's never happened before Now, to get myself back on schedule after derailing it completely, let's talk about locks. First day, of course, already said the schedule out, and and we kind of know it by heart now. 
What's the lock for you boys? I mean, Nikki tipped his hand a little bit. A little Los bit. Angeles Thieves. Completely. Yeah, he did just tell us outright. I mean, well, yeah, Los Angeles like, Thieves money line versus he Ultra. Said, what's your look? And I, I did. Like, I asked for it. I asked for it. And then my fault. Yeah. LA Thieves yeah. money line or LA Thieves minus one and a half? What, what's your lock? I, minus one and a half for me. I, yeah. I, so I love wow. the, the. I think the money line is is fine. Um, I need to shop around a little bit on 1. that. One point eight it's, three. It's okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I like that. Um, but I think the minus one and a half is really good. Two point seven two. That that is like chef's kiss. I already said I really think that they have a good shot to to win it all. Um, and Robert, after you kind of broke down the bracket and the the journey that it, it could take, makes me even more excited. Um, so I'm I'm here for it. Chris, yeah. well, Robert, Robert. Oh. let's let the guests go. Go ahead. Um. Unless I mean, you're gonna steal mine, because if you're gonna steal mine, then I'll. No, okay, you go. go. I'll, I'll find. I'll find. I'll find deep value. No, 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 no. He always does. Don't, no, don't. got a section for that. Don't let him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think my my lock is optic against surge. I like. I mean, again, not even just money line, but like the minus one and a half. And again, you can start hitting that with a lot of like maps. Like you could do map spreads. Like I mm. optic Texas minus twenty five point five. Again, you can you can see what the maps are ahead of time, just a little bit ahead of time through the website. Um, you can figure out the URL if you if you, like the URL has a four digit number at the end of it. You can keep adding up one for that to get the the new match page. And then again, if that's not a bocage, I love optic there. Even if it is a bocage, I might take optic there. Um, but like I love I love some of those spreads. And again, the minus one and a half is great there too. Like I just I think this search team is flailing right now. It's not particularly a pun, I guess, but a little bit, I guess. But no, I mean, I, I this optic team is here to play, and I like them against Surge. And honestly, if they're up against Phase, I like watch out for an upset there. Now, again, watch in classic optic fashion, they'll just immediately lose in the yeah, winners' it, finals. But again, no, though, I think in, they could upset Phase in classic optic phase. They'll lose to Seattle and go down to the lower losers bracket, and then lose that one. Oh six. Yeah, 06. A little 06 action. A little 06 action. No, is, I don't think that's happening. Texas Let's be very way. clear. My um my no-brainer just absolute fucking lock is Atlanta phase minus two and a half against Boston Breach. There's just n- absolutely no way Boston's doing anything. You get that at 2.38. So that's the kind of value I love to see. I just don't see Boston, you know, looking at these beautiful infographics uh or, or data, you know, visualizations from our boy CDL metrics. There's just Phase is best at search and destroy and hard point. Maybe you can slip a game off of them in control. Boston Breach, they are best at search and destroy. Absolutely not going to happen there. They're even worse at control than Atlanta Phase. They're way worse at hard point. To me, this is an easy 3-0 for Atlanta, and I will absolutely take that 2.38. I love that. And Phase does not fuck around on land. It just doesn't It's going to be interesting to see if they play Berlin, because I don't think they've played it much. Uh, But they did throw it in the pool late in this stage so i am interested to see if that comes into play at all they could, uh, they could but play of course they could play in uh, yeah they could play anywhere that's oh, that's the thing that, yeah. that's always been true and, and you know when atlanta phase starts adding a map back into the pool they figured it out so that's the biggest issue there i personally listen i'm on board with nikki's la thieves minus one and a half i really do have a lot of faith here in lag i think lag at 3.0 odds is a great pick um not even going to throw that in deep flank. I'll put that in first blood, honestly. Like, I I think London is very good, but I can see LAG taking this pretty easily, in my opinion. And London's regressed a little bit in hard point where they had that kind of 
youngster ferocity and, and they were going after teams early, but it seems like there's been a drawback there and that's kind of where LAG is very strong. Plus there's a, there's a decent amount of analysts they have on their side. And I, I think they've figured out search and destroy, hopefully headed in this major. I agree with Robert. There's a lot of pieces to be put together, but they do have the experience to put it together. And uh, I mean, there's a little value there. 3.0 can't oh, ignore that. by 3.19 on my side. I mean, to your point, I think Ravens are going to win, but I love the value that you're going to get at 3.19 for LAG for the experience, uh, on especially on the land. I keep coming back to it. It's just, Scoot, you've, you've beaten it into my brain. It's just a different experience, and this is where champions are made. To have that experience and have the competitive play, for 3.19, I'll definitely put a taste. And by the way, Mickey, plus, I've talked about it so much. Plus 1.5 for LAG at 1.89, which is just exceptional value for a plus one and a half. Exceptional value, especially if you expect them to win both those hard points. Then, yeah. I mean, you're looking at why you got to you got to take another map to get the win or just push a map five, which I mean, is very doable considering what we talked about, which is if slang comes together, control should come together on the back half of that. And I think they have a pretty solid team in terms of You know what's a better apartment. bet? You know what's a better bet in that case? Instead of saying plus one and a half, I think that we agree that they would have to take it to five maps. You can do the over four and a half and get that at 2.56, which, again, that's just saying that we don't think that the girls are going to beat Ravens 3-1 or 3-0. Um, and obviously, we don't think Ravens are going to beat Gorillas 3-1 uh, or 3-0 either. So um, there's just so much more value there on the over over four and a half if you think it's going to go five over scare me in vanguard specifically for some reason i feel like we've seen too many close losses and very close three o's that just like could have been over four and a half right but just turned out the other way for almost no reason or somebody spawned behind someone which you know that <laughs> happens yeah. way too Couple often all right <laughs> no i need mean to look into this are there? Are they there? Haven't tried to censor that and just like cut it away, you know? Just, just get rid of it, yeah. dude. I mean, the casters even talk about it sometimes. It's so funny yeah. to just watch. Also, when are we getting Maven and Merc back? Uh, that's the real question of the yeah, day. That's a, it's a huge, huge, big sad big moment belt. for the for the fans there. Um, any other initial locks that we're seeing this weekend? Does anybody have any you know value that they want to throw out there that they ignored initially? I think you guys kind of covered. Um... Pretty much hit every match, yeah. I would say, in terms of a good pick for each. Um, and I, I really kind of agree across the board. I would say, if anything, like maybe Surge is a little undervalued, but like I still am a huge Optic Texas fan, and I, I can't I take think, that by any means. I agree yeah. that the minus one and a half is very attractive, especially the way Surge has been playing. And, and by the Surge, way, like you, if we said it, is that, and you know, rightfully so, they look pretty crappy the last week or so. Um, but before that, they looked pretty good. Um, so I'm, I think I'm people a just figured bit, them out. I just, well, yeah, maybe, maybe that is it. Um, but I think if they are able to bounce back, um, and play well, you know, if they get some momentum behind them with the rookies, I think the excitement playing on stage, all of this stuff, I think they have it in them to do well. Um, I don't know if it will happen this this tournament. I love the odds on them, so I might put a little bit just like on this kind of wild card. It might happen type of thing, uh, but the the main thing is that yeah, I I think Scotty, you were just saying it's it's like well, could they potentially upset if they start playing like they did before? The hard the hard thing for Seattle in this case is especially going up against Optic is Optic 
is best at what Seattle's also best at, uh, except for search and destroy. So like they're mm-hmm. better at hard point. They're better at control, which is one of Seattle's best game modes, but optics even better. So yep. therefore you're, you're kind of looking at a four one, like right out the bat. Um, I will say Seattle's search and destroy is better, but that's one of the game modes where I feel like optic could kind of just turn it on. Uh, well, they figured it out in the last exactly. week too. They played, they played some pretty clean search. Yeah. I would say. So, so I'm definitely nervous about, um, I'm ner- I'm nervous for Seattle. I did, uh, Nikki. I just wanted to reiterate my belief in your thieves over Ultra. Um, look, I, I love Ultra, but I know I love Ultra, but I do think the value is not there. I wouldn't bet this match to be completely honest. I think it's too even. The odds are too even. I don't think there's enough value on either side of that. I definitely don't trust a minus one and a half either way. Um, I think that this is just going to be a great match, and I'm excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. But I do think these will win. Like pull to, it me, out. to me, four and a half on this game is a great bet. Like at 2.42, if I'm going to bet it, that's what I'm betting. Okay. Well, you know where else you can find value? In the deep flank, which Envoy has a lot of those in, in Search and Destroy and Control matches, obviously coming into play a lot. And there's also Octane's recent video where he talked about how sometimes he'll just calm to his team, hey, Dylan's winning us this game. Um, but we have a segment on our podcast for it where we talk about, you know, underdogs, heinous parlays, anything that is a little bit outlandish that might be worth talking about. So let's hop into that. What do we have? I have my own four-way parlay, but I'll let you guys speak first. I'll think, honestly, I don't know if I have a, I need some time. Let me play around with some sort of heinous parlay. Robert, do you have something that's just going to? I think Robert's round two or round one elimination Paris stuff is is some pretty interesting things. Well, okay, we can't, I'll, we can't I'll, talk we can't talk about that yet because we're now projecting. Yeah, well, that's I mean, what I mean. I thought, I thought how, so. how much more of a deep flank could it be than a line that doesn't even exist right. yet? Well, let me. <laughs> he has a point. Then, then let me tell everybody one line that does exist, and then I'll let you go off. Okay. Uh, twenty nine point three four, and this is parlaying the three bets that we've just talked or four bets that we just talked about. Over four and a half for Ravens Gorillas, minus two and a half for FaZe, over four and a half for Thieves Ultra, and minus one and a half for Optic Chicago or Optic Texas. Again, those four together, twenty nine point three four. Not bad. Yeah. By any means. I've got something a little crazier, but I'll let it sit for a minute. Robert, let's hear it. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously we talked about Paris as being 500 to one uh, underdog to win the event, which is just insane. But, I mean, again, so Paris will play the loser of Optic Seattle. Um, Now, Seattle regressed significantly last week. They lost 3-0 to Florida and then lost 3-1 to to London, I believe. Yeah, they stole the search. So... Again, Optic right now, again, I, I kind of feel Surge should be more valued. They're probably a little, Optic's probably a little overvalued, so that's probably not the best line, but I still like Optic at this price. The thing of it is with Surge, um, when you look at kind of their more advanced stats, the fall of it here, it, it's been kind of a little shocking here. Also, you're running into Paris. Paris has not won a game yet. Uh, they've only won one hard point. The one hard point they won was against FaZe, which is crazy. Um, but I mean, like, they just had a team change. If there is a moment that they will win, it's going to be a surge team that's reeling. They have a team change, and then 
they an upset on land because everybody's probably gonna be cheering for Paris because like they did. I mean, you argue Seattle against Phase last year. That one with the crowd was behind Seattle because they it was an optic team. They wanted they wanted Phase gone. Um, but for I, mean, I think Paris is gonna be behind them. Paris people are gonna love an upset there. Also, the other thing is that like at some point Paris has to win a match. Right. I mean, like, even when you look at the worst teams in the NFL, they still won games sometimes. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. But it doesn't have to happen until much later. Like, that, <laughs> no, like, but they're going to win a game eventually. And like the thing of it is, I, they may not have to win this game. Right. I mean, again, I think the opening line, Seattle, Paris is going to be like Paris, like nine to one or ten to one to win outright. And then at that point, you're get, maybe you're even getting the plus two and a half at like, yeah what plus 100 plus 150 that's the plus two and a half i would yeah you get you get an amazing value on the plus two and a half you can get amazing value on the plus one and a half you're gonna get an insane you're probably gonna get a 50 60 point game one spread maybe even higher like you're gonna get insane value betting on like i don't know we don't know again again as i said it's a deep flank we don't even know what the value on this we don't even know what this line is yet that's how deep this flank is but like again and this is how you the best way to kind of do this is think ahead to what what matchups you want we'll see in the future and then what you want to be placing on them right like this yeah. is a matchup that seems very likely and like again kind of having your for people should have in their mind kind of what they think that line should be so then when they see that line they immediately know okay here's where the value is here isn't where the value is right like if that line is is paris 12 to 1 or 13 to 1 then i'm like okay that's insane we gotta take that if the line is Paris five to one, which again I have no idea how mathematically that's even possible. But if it is, then like okay, then we're not touching that because that's not value, right? But like that's that's what that's how you should kind of think about when you when you think about when you're in a tournament like this. And again, it's one day after another. You should be kind of thinking a matchup or two ahead to think where's the where's the value in these other lines going to be. And there is going to be like this is the thing is as much as we're talking about it, there is always an upset here and there. Like, things tend to, I think, shake themselves out, especially with a du- double elimination where you get the better teams at the top. But you will have someone upset someone in the first couple of rounds. Also, COD loves its storylines, and the fans yeah. love their underdogs, plus the fact that we've seen what happens when a singular team gets hot at a major. I think the biggest case there is Minnesota Rocker last year. Um, but that was honestly an incredible run, and, and I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that happen again. And I don't know if it'll happen first major this year. I think everyone's really dialed it. It'll happen later in the season, in my opinion. Um, But it is interesting to talk about. I would also like to note Florida as a similar team to Paris in that regard. I think they will also be super undervalued headed into whatever elimination match that they find themselves in. Obviously, if it's FaZe, you got to think a little bit. But again, if FaZe looks really bad against Breach and something terrible happens there, then start to look at Florida as a team that's progressed a decent amount in the last week and starts to look pretty good personally but, yeah go ahead well that's the thing right if if florida is playing phase something has gone terribly wrong for phase <laughs> right that's, so, yeah exactly so i mean that's the thing right so yeah if, if it's but then even then like i i don't know what the line would be for boston versus florida i'm, I'm really intrigued to see that's what, like a line i'm fascinated to see what that line is going to be and like if you're getting plus money on on florida because again, there's a lot of public money on the breach, right? So that's that's a tempt, that's gonna be a very tempting line. I I can't help but agree. My personal deep flank here is, of course, you know where we started, you know where this podcast originated, the uh, the good old cedar closet in the basement. Uh, <laughs> Chris knows, 
<laughs> I've got. I was just. Uh, I was just having flashbacks. Of course, it's just a little little Sitting blanket over the door. Sitting on couches. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. LAG money line. I don't have exact scores, although I would take LAG three to one here, which will boost your odds, obviously, when we get to that point. Um, but when it comes out, I will modify this and, and let you guys know in Discord what the odds actually look like on this parlay. But LAG money line for you know a placeholder at the moment. And then Atlanta phase three wanting Boston Breach, LA Thieves three wanting Toronto Ultra, and Optic Texas three owing Seattle Surge nets you. 79.27 odds, which you can probably get better odds on different books. Um, so, you know, shop around for your parlays a little bit. But I think it's heinous and it's worth putting a little bit of money on. Say it to me one more time. I might be able to help you. Uh, LAG 3-1. Okay. Phase 3-1. 3-1? Yeah. Wow. LA Thieves 3-1 and then Optic Texas 3-0. Optic Texas 3-0, of course. Yes, sir. You already know. You know the vibes around here. It's a it's a green wall household in this apartment. <laughs> uh, you said Ultra Thieves. What was the line? I've got Thieves 3-1 over Ultra, personally. Okay. And then I have... Uh, it's not giving me... Your Wi-Fi stopped working? No, it just, like, isn't it just for some reason. It's probably too anything. big to fail, I would say. Yeah, maybe that's it. You place that in the book, just immediately adjust. You said gorillas three to one, huh? You said gorillas three one. Yeah, three one. I mean, that's just egregious. Yeah, it's not giving it to me, bastard. Yeah, exactly. It's not gonna. I I only have the money line for. Uh, or I said thieves three one over ultra. I only have the money line for lag though. That's that's what sucks about this. Uh, unfortunate consequences, but. Listen, I think we've drawn out all the value we can. Obviously, a lot of insight into elimination round one as well when teams fall down there, and I think that is important to consider. Nikki, you didn't pipe in too much on the deep flank. You got anything crazy really. out there? No, I, I mean, like, look, I, I liked Chris's one. That's basically what I was trying to build out on the day one. Uh, going further into it, I think we have some pretty – I want to I want to see how like the lines are when you're looking at like rocker and lower lower brackets. Can you get something like subliners because their odds are fucking horrendous. So is there something there where it's not a three zero? Um, maybe it's a plus two and a half or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, with that being said, I think we can head into our last and last segment here. Cracked and whack. Who is going to win this major, I guess, predictions-wise, just, just on feel alone? Maybe you throw some numbers in there as well. And who needs to step up and have a good run to, you know, save their roster maybe or just anything? I mean, save their franchise even. Obviously, I, th- I feel like we're leaning towards subliners there. Um, but let's hear it, boys. I think the two teams I'm really watching are Texas, Optic Texas, and Seattle Surge. Interesting. Like, I, as in, like, like yeah. look, I've already said I expect Thieves to do well. I've been hopping on them all season. I mean, FaZe is an expected winner and so on. Um, but, like, to me, is is this just going to be the same old optic that we've seen so many times? Um, or can they actually win something? And, you know, is is the Seattle surge that we saw in the 
the you know the lock-in tournament or the kickoff sorry um the kickoff tournament in the first couple of weeks is that actually like their ceiling um or is that their their potential sure i can get on board with that you're also an illy hater so we'll see if he performs this major yeah well i mean like has he performed according to you I think he looked a lot better last week, and that's yeah, okay. a huge step in the about, right direction. What, yeah, but what about the weeks before and last year? I mean, I think the whole team had a rough start. Okay, what and, about last year? Well, I mean, when it came to land, they still were top three, were they not at the end of the season? Like, sure. sure. I mean, like, look, I just, I just think I don't think he's the strongest piece on the team. Just, I think I'm not, I'm not I think he's the glue personally currently. It, that's I, that's what, really that holding could it totally together. Totally be true. Like, it, it, he could be the unsung hero for sure. I, personally, for me, I feel like the team that needs to step up the most, obviously, is New York Subliners, but I would also throw Rocker into that conversation a little bit. And in terms of winning this, I, it, like winning this and in, in making a good run, personally, I think Optic wins it all. Um, I think they'll get hot at the right times, and it'll just turn into a winner's bracket run that just nets them a major victory at the end. Uh, but I could also make a case for LA Thieves as well. I'm on board with that, Nikki. Chris, Robert, what do we got? Who needs to step up? Who's going to fire off this this weekend? Take it, Robert. Um, the one team I'm really watching, and this is going to sound a little cliche, but it's it's really phase. I like the thing of it is they started the season didn't look particularly promising. Again, they lost it against Surge in the kickoff classic. Then they play Paris. They have to take Paris to a game five to to beat them. But then it, it seems like the next the next game after that they played Thieves and it just feels like halfway through that because they lost the first hard point and then they were close in the search and destroy. It feels like halfway through the search and destroy, something just clicked and they just became old phase again. Then they just started dominating, right? They then mm-hmm. went three straight maps against Thieves. Then they beat um, they beat down on um, they beat they beat uh, Breach three one. Then they beat. Um, Rocker 3-0. So I'm just, and, and then obviously Subliners 3-1 again, a closer game, but not um, not like the hard points were particularly comfortable. Like, they lost the control, but again, control's variable. I The thing of it is though, but again, what t- three teams we just mentioned, three teams we don't particularly think that highly of, like Breach, middle pack at best, Rocker, middle, lower back, lower back, and Subliners back of the pack, right? I think it's very possible we have overinflated stats here for phase. And if there's a team that really is going to disappoint again, loser, like winners round two, like watch like that optic could really do some damage. And at that point, then they're thrown into losers bracket and then they could be running up against an ultra or a thieves or a London. Like I, I, that's one of the teams I'm looking at other teams, obviously subliners, we could be looking at the last event here for Crim, uh, for Clayster, or even Crim possibly. Probably not Crim's, uh, Crim. He's probably gonna keep stick around. But this could, like, it's looking like this could be curtains for for Clay, Paris. Again, I have no idea what they're doing as a franchise. I, I don't even know what the goals are of this year. I assume the goal is not make yourself a laughing stock and sell the franchise next year. I'm actually kind of surprised they made a team change. Honestly, I thought they were just going to stick out the roster because it would save the most money. But um, no, I mean, so they need to figure out what they're doing. Rocker, I, I'd highlight like Rocker, Breach, Subliners, and maybe Mutineers. Those are the teams that probably, if they don't have some success at this major, you could be looking at a team change. Robert, which team haven't you named? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm named Ultra, so. That's the one I want to talk about. Uh, for me, this is an 
indictment on the ultra and the fact that I have Scoot over here talking mad shit. I hope they're listening. I hope they're listening. Talk, I am hear, talking mad shit. Hearing what Scoot is saying. You were so wrong last week. This is for me a wake up call for Ultra. They have a very difficult first map uh, game against LA Thieves. Uh, if they win, then I think it gets a little bit easier going up against London or uh, LAG. And I think that's a map they would expect to win. If they lose, though, they're going down playing New York joke. As you just said, Robert, Clayster is washed up and completely out of it. And New York is completely trash. They should have gone with ASIM. Uh, but then they might be going up against Minnesota. They might be going up against, you know, I would like to see the Ultra do no worse than a proper semifinals. They need to be a final four team or we've got some real concern to talk about. Um, uh, outside of that, you know, I, I do think that the other team, I, I think you made a really astute point around phase, which is have they haven't really been tested yet. Uh, obviously, and I'm not going to count uh, Paris taking them to map five as being tested. Um, we, we all watched the you know LA Thieves uh, Florida ma- or phase match. <clears throat> it seemed like actually it could have been a quick 3-0. They barely, LA Thieves barely beat phase in their first hard point and then they wiped them off the floor. Um, but, you know, I- I'm not going to get overly excited about phase beating New York 3-1 or them beating the Breach 3-1 or, or Minnesota Rocker 3-0. Um, so I think when they have to play up against, you know, look, I'm not jumping on the Optic Texas bandwagon just yet. I'd like to see them have more of a, a sustained success. Um, for, for me, by far, this is a big test for Ultra, and I, I believe in them. I've put a bet against Scoot on them for the grand finals. So, But th- for me, I, I need to see them perform, uh, and I at least the semifinals. I will say, just to kind of round out this conversation a little bit, and – I still think Ultra is a good team. Let me let me be clear, but they did get wiped last week by Optic. Easy, easy 3-0, easy claps, boys. Uh, I do get wary if I see them play in the winner's final against each other because all of last year, Ultra was Optic's boogeyman, especially in majors. And I just think that's a point worth noting. Uh, but again, it seems like they've overcome that, at least online. So we'll see what happens on main stage. And with that being said, of course... Go follow us on Twitter at Best of Three Network. Our Discord is in the pin tweet. Uh, come join the conversation there. Robert's pretty active, as well as myself and Chris and Nikita, um, and some other community members as well. Shout out Kindog. Uh, <laughs> he is rapidly rising through the ranks. Like in the, he's, in I the, mean, he's an active guy. He, he is, loves he it. Is active. But man's a degen. We 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 love that around here. Um, <laughs> and of course, yeah, throw us a follow. Join the Discord. Join the conversation. Thank you for chatting. If you're listening. Go hit all our socials again just to note it. Um, But thank you for listening to another episode of The Money Hill on the Best of Three Network. Peace out. Toodaloo.